Hey everybody, it's me, Stu Helm, the Food Fan, here at Food Fan Headquarters with another exciting episode of Asheville Food Fans. It is a podcast that I do throughout the week, and then I string it together for broadcast on WPVM 103.7 FM, the progressive voice of the mountains, here in beautiful Asheville, Western North Carolina. Hey everybody, it's me, Stu Helm, the Food Fan here at Food Fan Headquarters, and I have not been in Food Fan Headquarters all that much lately. I've been out walking around doing things and recording interviews on the road, in the restaurants, in parking lots next to food trucks, and I have some of those clips for you coming up in a little bit, but first of all, I want to review a couple of outstanding meals I've had, and one of them was quite a little while ago, before Thanksgiving even I went into the new Tasty Diner with my good friend and compadre, Patty Riles, and we had a feast, man. Like, we ate the ever-loving F out of a bunch of stuff, and that was partly because Chef Stephen Goff was there, and he saw us walk in, and he gave us more things to eat than we even ordered. And so uh, that was great, man. I don't mind that one bit, I'll tell you what. And so... Uh, well, here's the shame of it, though. I recorded a really great interview with Chef Steven, and he talked about a lot of stuff, including his cooking techniques, his philosophy in life, his love of Spanish wines, his friendship with Felix Miana from uh, La Bodega and Curate. And I don't know what I did with that interview. I must have deleted it off my phone accidentally. That's kind of a drag. It is a little hard for me to keep track of everything I'm doing, but this was a great interview. And so I'm sorry that I deleted that for you, folks. But I'm going to try to recount this great meal that Patty and I shared. And uh, I tell you to get, for one thing, get on into the Tasty Diner. Is it the same as it was before? No, it's totally different. Is that a shame? Eh, in some ways it is, and in other ways it isn't. Um, Chef Stephen himself, who bought the place uh, from the previous owners who had bought it from the previous owners. He said to me, if what they were doing was working, he wouldn't be the current owner. And that is true. Like it, it, it was not a sustainable model, but if you are a fan of what chef Goff has done in the past at Ox bar, and even in the further past at King James pub, then who cares that it ain't the same old tasty diner? I mean, yes, it's a shame when old favorites go the way of the water buffalo, but, you know, things change. And to have Chef Stephen's food back, because he closed down during the pandemic. Oxbar closed down right at the beginning of the pandemic. It was just one thing too many after a series of things that had happened. And so that was a shame. And everybody was really, 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 really sad, including me, that Oxbar closed because Chef Stevens, one of our favorite chefs, uh, local guy, um, makes food that is right in the Asheville. Like to me, the food that he makes exemplifies the Asheville cooking style. Like it's a little bit freaky. It's a little bit hippie. It's a little Southern. It, it's loaded with fat. He has vegan options. It's just got everything that we look for in food in Asheville to me. Now, that's just my own personal food taste, but a lot of people love his food as well. And Oxbar was super popular. He just couldn't handle the pandemic. So boom, gone. Everybody crying real tears. And then he buys the Tasty Diner and people start crying that he's changing the Tasty menu. I'm like, what are you folks crazy? You can get that kind of simple, basic Southern food in a lot of places and you can't get Stephen's food anywhere except for where he's cooking it. So I don't like to hear people complain about the past like that because I don't know what's the point. And there's Stephen. He's a hardworking local business person doing his best and cranking out some great food. So here's what Patty and I ordered. We got all told, we got the chicken salad sandwich, the beef cheek sloppy joe and that's what chef steven sent to us we had ordered for ourselves the chopped cheese and the carolina style hot dogs and uh the chopped cheese in case you don't know it is kind of like a cheeseburger that's all chopped up on the grill with hot peppers and stuff and it's all 
Uh, and then it's put on a sub roll and it's real sloppy and messy if it's done right. And uh, it's great. And Stevens was great. Let me just tell you, every bite of everything that I just described was fantastic. I love beef cheek and Chef Stevens, the first person to ever introduce me to it. And so it was fitting that I'd be eating some at his new establishment. And it was great, man. The sloppy Joe was really, really tasty. Soft white bun, nothing too fancy. Tasted just like a sloppy Joe. The chicken salad was maybe to me the standout because the chicken was fried and it was still warm. And it's all chopped up, mixed in with the salad, served in sort of a wrap style. Um, Am I right about that? Let me look at this picture. Uh, no, it's kind of, it's bread. It's served in bread. I don't know. It was wrapped in paper. That's what it was. Uh, and it just has uh, basic lettuce, tomato, onion on it. A lot of mix-ins in with the chicken salad and really, really delicious. Like maybe a standout uh, chicken salad of all the chicken salads in Asheville. And um, in addition to that, we got those Carolina style hot dogs. So they had like uh you know, a lot of chili and mustard and onions on them, which was great. Uh, and they were really tasty. And by this time, you can imagine Patty and I are getting full. And Stephen is sitting with us and talking. And the whole time he's talking, we're eating. We're just shoving food in our faces. And uh, I'm going to tell you a funny story. At, at one point, Stephen starts talking about how shameful it is to waste any food and <laughs> and I noticed, and before, like, I noticed that Patty was just shoveling food at himself, and Patty's been trying to lose a little weight, so I was, I was kind of like, huh, Patty's just really going for it, man. In my head, I'm looking at Patty, listening to Stephen talk, and watching Patty just go for it, man, just jamming food into himself. <laughs> And out in the car later, after we got finished eating, he made me laugh so hard talking about how he was overeating because Chef Steven was talking about how shameful it is to waste food. <laughs> and so he was shoving food in himself. I brought a lot of food home and it had a high reheatability factor, which I'm always looking for. And I feel like I left something out. What did I leave out? I got the chicken salad. I got the hot dogs. Uh, I mentioned the chopped cheese and I got the sloppy joe. So I covered it all. It was great to be there. The atmosphere is great. It's very punk rock. If you remember the punk rock, punk rock bathrooms at the Ox Bar, and not all of you are going to have pleasant memories of those bathrooms from Ox Bar. Uh, but if you remember them, they were cool to look at and they still, and he's replicated that in the outdoor bathroom at the Tasty Diner, which he brought back to life. Anywho, uh, Tasty is just a wonderful atmosphere. It still feels, it just feels like the new iteration of the Tasty Diner. I think it is Asheville's oldest restaurant. There is some argument about that but um it's and it's great to see it continue whereas mama's uh diner just up the street the building got torn down and i didn't i actually didn't realize that until recently but i guess it's been gone for a couple of years that's a shame that was a cute building so any hoodles get into uh tasty diner say hi to chef steven and his awesome crew uh, they're open for breakfast and lunch and dinner. He's always talking about expanding hours. That was a big part of the interview that I recorded and lost was him talking about how he wants to serve food until three in the morning and stuff like that. So keep an eye on his social media and get on into the tasty. All right, that's that. I'll be right back with more. All right, folks, it's me, Stu Helm, the food fan, and I am back to talk about a meal, not one that I ate out, but one that I ate at home. But I did not prepare it myself. I got it at, I. well, let me just skip to the chase. It was Thanksgiving dinner. So my family does not always do the traditional Thanksgiving stuff. We kind of split up a little bit at Thanksgiving time. Uh, the, my sister goes with my in-laws, my mom is with me and Don, 
So we don't do a big family dinner these days. And we sometimes we cook and sometimes we don't. Sometimes we go out to eat at a restaurant if they're open. We ate at the King James Pub one year, which I just mentioned. And um, sometimes we get food to, we buy food ahead of time from one of the restaurants that's offering a turkey dinner and stuff. And we cook that at home and or reheat it basically at home. And we've done that with Buxton Hall in the past. And that was a really fun experience. And this year we did it with Smoky Park Supper Club. And while it's past time for you to take advantage of this, it, it next year when it comes around, if your family is considering not cooking and ordering in, and if Smoky Park is doing it again, you can order theirs because I recommend it very much. And if for whatever reason Smoky Park's not doing it, look around town. A lot of people are offering this, and I love it. It's easier. It's not like simple. It's not like getting takeout because you still got to heat it all up and everything. But it's a lot easier than doing all the prep, and it's a lot more interesting. And I just want to go over some of the things that we got from Smoky Park. And actually, it wasn't just Smoky Park, because we also got some pie from The Root, a beautiful, beautiful pumpkin pie that oh, they had cut some maple leaf shapes out of the um, out of the pie crust and put them on top of the pie and it was really pretty and they were kind of loose so you could eat them separately almost like a little cookie uh and so we got the pie from the room we got ice cream from sunshine sammy's but for the most part we ordered our food from the smoky park supper club and we got a big old smoked turkey breast we got a lot of stuffing green bean casserole sweet potatoes brussels sprouts whipped white potatoes we got a seafood chowder a pumpkin bisque uh like a quart of gravy and then all of that came with a bunch of little extra stuff to sprinkle on top and mix in or add at certain times while cooking to all of the dishes i just described so for example the sweet potatoes which were for dessert came with an like an oat and sugar crumble that you would put on top while like about halfway through baking. And that would sort of cook the crumble into the top of the very, very delicious sweet potato dessert. The Brussels sprouts came with some bacon that you like chopped up bacon that you added after you had reheated and also a pomegranate vinaigrette that you stir in. And likewise, speaking of pomegranates, the pumpkin bisque came with some, pomegranate seeds to the side like you know with the fruit on them very fresh uh, poppy like they would pop when you bite into them and very tart and delicious and those were to spread on top of the pumpkin bisque and i, I might as well just keep going the chowder came with some house-made cheeses to crumble on top as well some fresh chives and of course the green bean casserole came with some uh like onion crisps some crispy onions to put on top so some very traditional things, some uh, less traditional things like the seafood chowder and the uh, squash bisque. And everything was outstandingly delicious. Like my family, my mom, me and Don, we crushed this food. Like we had a lot of leftovers. That was good. Most of the sizes we ordered were meant for four to six people. So we had three people. So we had a lot of leftovers. And that's part of the fun of doing the thanks of Thanksgiving, correct? And sometimes when you order food, or especially when you go out to eat, you don't have all those leftovers. So it was really nice that we had a lot of food. We had a lot of leftover pie and such too, because we ended up having two desserts with the sweet potatoes and the pie. Anyways, I want to just warn you of something. This was not no work at all. And it was a lot of little of not little, but large, actually, portions of food to heat up. So we ended up using pretty much every pot and pan in our house and every serving bowl and serving spoon and everything in our house. So we still had a ton of dishes and a lot of cleanup to do, but we didn't have to do any of the prep or purchase any of the individual ingredients. And so we didn't have a lot of leftover unused ingredients, if you know what I mean. How when at the grocery store, you can't buy like a tiny little cup full of Cheez-Its. 
got to get a whole box. And that, that's not a tragedy. My family can definitely crush a box of cheese. It's later on, but you know what I mean? To make a lobster uh, seafood chowder, you got to buy a lot of small pieces of seafood, or you're going to have a lot of leftover seafood. So that's one of the advantages of getting it. So let me just say that here in Asheville, we have a lot of great opportunities to do things like this. Some of these same restaurants, uh, Smoky Park might be one of them. We'll be doing this for Christmas as well with a Christmas ham or a Christmas turkey. And so I think I highly recommend this. It used to be, I used to be a person who would be like, oh my God, you went out to eat on Thanksgiving and I'd be all judgmental about it and stuff. Or like, hey, you got delivery or takeout or whatever on Thanksgiving. But nowadays I'm like, hey man, whatever works for you and your family. And when you get, like, I, I can't cook this food. The, the pumpkin bisque was just fantastically exotic and delicious and deep and rich. And I'll tell you what, like not one person at my table at the table didn't like anything on the table. Oh, I forgot to mention we got a can of cranberry sauce because we that's the kind we like. No orange zest or weird things and it just can of straight up jellied cranberries. Um so anyhow, that was our family meal. I hope that you had a wonderful family meal on Thanksgiving and I uh, very much encourage you to get some food to go next time. <laughs> All right, everybody. The next two segments were recorded in the field at a Mexican restaurant out on New Leicester Highway called Icaramba. And I I went with my friend Lucho from AshevilleMulticultural.com. And we talked to Chef Enrique and we talked to one of the co-owners who goes by the name of Junior, uh, Frederico. And uh, I just want to warn you that the audio, especially in the second segment, is not that great. I recorded the first segment in the dining room, which was pretty um, loud and active. And Chef Enrique was very soft-spoken. So I had to uh, had to run some filters over the audio to bring out his voice. And so that's a little rough. But then it gets even rougher when it's the kitchen scene. So uh, when I talked to uh, Fred Rico. And so there's a lot of background noise, but you should be able to pick up what me and Junior are talking about. It's just there's a lot of kitchen noise. There's fans going. There's the sizzle of the meat on the grill and stuff like that. So I apologize for the audio quality of the next two segments, but I think that the interviews are great and especially uh, stick with it to the end to hear something funny that Junior says to me. All right, enjoy. Hey, everybody, it's me, Stu Helm, the food fan, and I am here at Icaramba Restaurant out on New Leicester Highway. Is that where we are, Lucho? Yeah. New Leicester Highway, and I am here with Chef Enrique. And Chef Enrique, how long have you been open? ¿Qué tiempo estaba abierto? Um, tenemos abiertos como dos años, ya, un poquito más de dos años. It's been a little bit more over two years. Aquí en esta locación. In this location, though. Okay, and how many locations do you have? Antes estábamos en la en el viejo aquí como a media milla, al menos. Prior to this location, we used to be about half mile down this way on Leicester Highway. Y de allí nos movimos para acá. And then we moved here. Um, Pero cuántos restaurantes tienes? Oh, okay. Con el mismo nombre. Con el mismo nombre. Pues son tres, pero son diferentes dueños. Son los diferentes so there is three Icarambas, but they all have different ownership. Okay. Um, yeah. So. And different menus? Diferentes menus también. Yeah. Yep. Different yeah. menu. Uh, sí. Yours is the best? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, today, what, what are we eating today? Bueno, ¿qué vamos a comer el día de hoy? Okay, today I'm going to prepare a parrillada. I'm going to fix you up with a parrillada. That's for two. Y un molcajete. And a molcajete. Y de appetizer les voy a hacer un chorizo skillet. And for appetizer, I'm going to give you a chorizo skillet. And these are the house specials? Y estos son especiales aquí en la casa. Unos especiales de la casa. Yeah, these are specials here. And I hope you like it. I'm super excited. Bueno, estoy emocionado por esto. Yo también. Platícanos. <laughs> I am excited that you're here. Uh, Platícanos un poquito del molcajete, qué tiene o cómo es. He's going to tell us a little bit about the molcajete. Okay. Why he wanted to try it. Great. 
Ok, el molcajete está cocinado con es pollo, steak, camarones, chorizo, cocinados con uh, chile poblano, cebolla, un poco de jitomate y con queso arriba le ponemos queso. So this molcajete I want you to try, you're gonna see that it's, it comes with chicken, also has a steak, chorizo, and shrimp, and also has poblano peppers, and it is cooked on a a mortar, a lava stone mortar, and I think that the presentation is going to be really good, and I hope you like it. Fantastic. Well, that sounds very exciting. Well, thank you, Chef, for talking with us, and uh, I, I can't wait to try your food. Bueno, estupendo. Muchas gracias, Chef, por hablar con nosotros. No puedo esperar para probar su comida, así que emocionados. Gracias. Thank you. Thank you. So, hey, how you doing, doing man? Federico. Nice to meet you. Nice Here they call you Junior. Junior. Yeah. Okay. Junior Fred. I'm excited, man. Yeah, oh yeah. 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 So, you're co-owner of this? Are you yeah. also a chef? Yeah. No, 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 I'm uh, my, my dad. I'm working with my dad. Okay. Long, long time. Uh, and your dad owns a local restaurant as well? Okay. Oh, okay. That's Paul on Swanson Park Highway. Okay. They, so they're all individually owned, different family members and everything, but my dad and uh, uncle of mine own the one on Exit uh, 44 there. Okay. So you've been in the business your whole life? Basically, I say, I, I told, uh, I, I don't know if I told him, but I said, uh, we didn't choose the restaurant life, the restaurant life chose us. Yeah. Because uh, my dad and, and uh, my mom, my uncles and everything moved from Atlanta back in 89 to open up the first house of Paul and then after that, after Paul 2, after Paul 3, and everybody just started doing their own thing. Okay. And uh, we kind of branched off off of that. So. Treating you good? Yeah, yeah, man. Good. Fine, yeah. Good, good. And this place been around two, two years, from what I understand. In this location. We were right. in, in the older location for five years. Oh, okay. Since 15, and then we moved over here during coronavirus. So, like, for some people, it's it, it shitty, the situation. And for us, man, we're blessed we're able to make a, a positive the restaurant, I mean, you never wish any better on anybody. No. But the Twisted Laurel ended up, you know, closing closing the stores and that opened up the opportunity for us to come in. So. Hey, and if it makes you feel any better, Twisted Laurel and downtown Nashville have their best year ever in 2020. Probably because of that, yeah. Yeah, so. And, and either way, it's, it's one of those where uh, I like Twisted Laurel. Me too. I love it. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's uh, good stuff. So you guys make the chorizo in-house? Yeah. Yeah, my guy over here, uh, Enrique, he's the... The, the mastermind behind the recipes and all, but yeah, we do the so the, in house. We try to do as much as we can, you know, like in house, because like, you know, you have more control. And when, when I say chorizo in house, you know, when you bought store bought chorizo, it's all the leftovers. You know, what I'm saying that's the natural store. You know, that's how it usually comes when it's store bought. But we buy the Boston butt, grind it in house. Okay. So you know, you're getting quality meat, you know? top quality meat in the chorizo, not just throwing parts and pieces exactly. at it. Yeah, yeah. Not yeah. Just the chorizo, like. All the meats we try to you make, know, you know, the ribeyes, like a lot of people say, the Mexican restaurant buy a, buy a steak, but if you try one the ribeyes, they're all points quality meat, the arrachera, which is what we use for carne asada. I think we're going to give them a parrilla for cooking a little bit. That way uh, you can taste a little bit of all the meats on there. Okay. But uh, that, that arrachera is, they don't have a ribeye on that one, but that arrachera is good, good quality meat as well. I love a good ribeye, man, so I'll have yeah. to come back for dinner and try yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. 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 And is there a special preparation that you guys do with your ribeye? Uh, well, we, 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 we buy the big piece and we cut it in-house, obviously. But, you know, it's, it's more of a Mexican style. I call it Mexican style because, you know, you get American ribeye and you get, you know, good fat steak. Right. Here it's, uh, it's, it's, it's not thin like a carne asada, but it's, uh, okay. it's thin for a ribeye, I say, because it's a little bit wider, you know, you, yep. give it, you get, leave a little bit of the fat on there. But we marinate it. We marinate it in-house okay. and it comes out. All right, cool, cool. Yeah, I like that. The beans and tortillas so you can make your tacos, you know. So you cut it up yourself, throw it on that tortilla with the rice and beans. Exactly. Sounds great, man. Well, thanks for talking with me, Junior. Hey, nice to meet you, man. Likewise. Nice to meet you. I was going to say. Oh, one more thing? I was going to say, I thought you were going to be a little taller. All right, folks, and in this next segment, I'm at Storm 
Rumbar and Bistro again with Lucho. Lucho and I did two tastings in one day. We did we did I Caramba at 2 p.m. and then we did Storm at 6 p.m. and we ate a ton of food and we were feeling it. And Lucho's kind of a health conscious guy, so he was really feeling it. Uh, but again, I want to apologize for the sound quality in the next segment. If you thought that Chef Enrique was soft-spoken, wow, Chef Jay Medford from Storm is one of the quietest people. And so he's just basically so quiet, I had to really bump up his audio. So the background noise gets a little crazy during this one as well. I do apologize for the audio quality in these outtakes. I'm trying to learn how to do this stuff on the road. But I hope you enjoy the interview with Chef Jay Medford from Storm. We did a great sandwich tasting. And then at the end, Lucho and I kind of reviewed the sandwiches. Hey, everybody. It's me, Stu Helm, the food fan. And I am here at Storm Rum Bar and Bistro right on South Lexington Avenue on the South Slope, tippity top of the South Slope in downtown Nashville. Tippity top. And I am here with Chef Jay Medford, chef owner of Storm. And he invited me in with my friend Lucho. To try sandwiches. Hey, Chef, how are you? I love sandwiches. Me too. Love them. I'm Tell good. us what we had. All right. You had every sandwich we have on our menu, minus our burger. Um, I'm going to start with our cold sandwich first. Okay. So we made a head cheese banh mi, um, house-made head cheese. I know it sounds disgusting. It's amazing. <laughs> if you know what head cheese is, it's just pork. So come eat it. Uh-huh. Um, then we did a fried bologna katsu. Yeah, so it's a tonkatsu bologna, um, deep fried with ramen noodles. Um, it's got slaw, Dijon, um, and a house-made tonkatsu, basically a barbecue sauce. Okay. Um, then I did our pork belly grilled cheese, uh, crispy pork belly, cheddar cheese, Texas toast, house-made um, mustard green kimchi. It's a tongue twister. Um, I think that's it on that sandwich. And then the two bad beasts of the menu we did a meatloaf and waffle sandwich i constituted it as a sandwich because it has two pieces of bread um, that you cannot eat it with your hands but we made a garlic bread waffle and put a bunch of meatballs and stuff in the middle and then because it's stew i had to bring back a meatloaf sandwich so we made a Watusi meatloaf sandwich, Watusi raised from Carolina Bison, so it's locally raised, locally sourced, um, and that's the nicest thing on there. And then it's uh, special sauce, cheddar cheese, uh, bread and butter pickles, a fried egg, and a frozen fried hash brown. Chef Jay. That's the best part of it. Dude, you're the king of just throwing the most high-end ingredients. And the, the trashiest trash onto the same take plate. The most expensive thing I can find in the cheapest chisel. No, yeah. oh. we'll bleep that out. Yeah, yeah. Part and put them together. There we go. So we, Lucho and I, just we couldn't. There's no way we consume could consume all of these sandwiches. No but and we had a hard time even eating a quarter of each sandwich because there were five of them all together. And each sandwich, like the meatloaf sandwich, is as tall as two sandwiches from a normal sandwich maker. I'm not a normal person. <laughs> That's what I'm driving at, Jay. This is an insane amount of food that you shoved at us. And all of it was so delicious. We were picking our favorites. And Lucho, what was your favorite? Meatball sandwich, for sure. It's meatball and waffles. So it's two waffles. As Chef Jay said, it's a fork and knifer. So come roll up your sleeves and you get a fancy. Yeah, that's right. You're here at a fancy restaurant it's when you're at store. And my favorite was of course the meatloaf sandwich. And I've given this meatloaf two awards already. I gave it the sandwich of the year award, I think it was 2017, something like that. And then it got Before my meatloaf. What's that? Before the world ended. Pre pre-pandemic indeed. And then post-pandemic I gave it to you again for the meatloaf of the year. Meatloaf and waffles. For the meatloaf and waffles, which yes. is a, now you've got the meatball and waffles yes. and a meatloaf sandwich. Yes, I have a thing with waffles. In waffles. You like that? Anything with a lowercase n in between yeah. that and the word yeah. waffles. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I love it, Jay. Pretty much anything I cook on the waffle press, I'm gonna call a waffle, so. There you go. It's got the things. It's a cornbread waffle, pretty much, right? It's like a garlic cornbread waffle. Yeah, it's pretty, it's crispy, crunchy, very delicious. And um, let's see, the, in descending order, my favorites were the then the pork belly, which with the kimchi, very you do a great job with pork belly, Jay. How, how long you cook that baby for? Is that an appropriate question? It really depends on the pork belly we get, but it's anywhere between four to eight hours. I maybe we braise it though. So. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I thought you cooked those for a long time. Yeah. Pretty much until we can put like a knife in it and it comes out like butter. Okay. So I don't really time it. I just do it so the knife can has no resistance. The the butter test. Yeah, yeah I like that. Stab man. it, and if it has no resistance, you're good to go. You're good to go. And, and this pork belly was very good to go. And then we had the thick cut katsu bologna sandwich. Yeah. And katsu is usually chicken, correct? Chicken or pork? Chicken or pork? Yeah. I've never had uh, pork katsu. Traditionally, I think it's a pork cutlet. Okay. In America, you see a lot of chicken. Okay. Um, but we it's love basically chicken. a fried pork or chicken. Um, normally served on a plate with a katsu sauce. Yep. The tonkatsu is almost like a barbecue. So pretty much, that's a very. That's a very southern take with very Asian flavors. That's what I... Fried bologna with swallow and barbecue sauce. Yeah. And Jay, you're so good at that, too. We mentioned how you like to throw trash at elegant foods. You also are so good at combining your love of Asian food in particular with your really awesome skills at making southern food. So I particularly, I appreciate that combination from you. Thank you. So it's a lot of flavor, and you don't skimp on the... Fat. I took you to Flavor City. There you go. Say it the other way. Oh, chef, are we allowed to say that you're the Guy Fiore no. of Asheville? No, no, not, no not allowed to say that. I don't have sunglasses on the back of my head. No, and you don't have. Uh, you don't bleach any of your hair. No, um, but and last but not least, we have the head cheese sandwich, and we said we all agreed that it's hard for a cold sandwich to compete when it's brought out it, with four other hot sandwiches on a cold day in, in December cold, or cold November. What's that? Unless you have a cold, cold heart. Cold, cold heart. Jay, are you telling us you have a cold, cold heart? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> we, we've seen you call out some of the bad customers on social media, so we know that your, your heart can uh, ice over <laughs> and, the, and the knives come out. <laughs> um, Chef Jay, these sandwiches were great, man. Yeah. And I want to encourage everybody to come on down to Storm. Wonderful food happening here. One of the most uh, ever-changing menus in downtown. Once a month, it all flips over. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And there's standards. Like, there's always mac and cheese. There's always a steak. There's always a vegan dish. But yeah, they I always never change. Know what what it's gonna be though? Right. Our steak right now. You actually appreciate this. It's a uh, Roquefort Viejas. Oh, right on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we, it's like a marinated, like almost stewed flank steak that we okay. have, like fried plant, plantains, beans, and rice and stuff. Oh, wow, sweet. It's All right. Good. Yeah. And your I mean, mac. No other vegetarian dishes right now. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> and your mac and cheese changes monthly, but it's always there for us. What is it this month? It's a kimchi mac and cheese. Right on. So those Asian and Southern Different fusion. Different kind of kimchi, though. Okay. Yeah. All right. That was a more traditional kimchi. The, the many moods of J Chef Jay Medford reflected in kimchi. Yeah. <laughs> it's whatever I can put in kimchi stuff. Yeah. Well, Chef, once again, thanks for having us on. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, oh, wait. What are your hours? Oh, yeah. What are our hours? <laughs> Never mind. They're changed. People's hours change all the time. Yeah, what's well, it? What's your web days a week? Okay, seven Six. days a week. That's important to know. Six to one. Six to one. Yes, and then for our late night menu now, the biggest difference is our late night menu now is you can get your snacks and your sandwiches all night. Okay. All right. So things are changing at at Storm constantly. New menu all the time. Uh, things being added. Uh, just like more customer. More good stuff for the customers. Yeah. Yeah. I get bored too easy. <laughs> oh, man. Well, I can't let you go just yet, Jay. Tell everybody about the vending machine. 
Oh yeah, these people. Uh, it's called Curio. Um, it's not even out hours. They right. rent the space, uh -huh. but they work with a lot of like local artists and stuff. So you can come by and get random art and stuff. I think my favorite. I think we're out of is there was a thing called Mystery Feet Picks, um, but it was all animal feet. So. Nice. Yeah. So come on into Storm, folks. There's a. It's a really fun place and a really great menu. So, it, for my money, some of the best food in Asheville, if, if not Western North Carolina, if not North Carolina, if not the whole country. The world. The whole world, the universe, Jay. Sandwiches. The best sandwiches on the surface of the sun right here, man. It's hot up there, man. I'll make you a sandwich. You have a nice cold banh mi. Exactly. Yeah. See? <laughs> hey, everybody. It's me, Stu Hell No Food Fan, and I am outside of Storm Restaurant now, and I am here with my friend Lucho from... Asheville Multicultural and Lucho, we did two food tastings today. How do you feel, brother? Man, I feel stuff. I need to walk. <laughs> I need to do something. I probably will do something when I get home, man. You can do some sit-ups? I don't know that I can do that. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have an accident. <laughs> oh, brother. We were saying that sometimes uh, we feel like the general public thinks that we are the luckiest people on earth because we get to do tastings. And, and we are. And we are. And we truly are. But it is... I'd say it's 75% pleasure, 25% pain. Yeah, for sure. Today is a little bit painful. <laughs> yeah, but we have obligations, man. True, we it's true. I already had committed to going someplace, and I'm grateful that you came along. And I'm also grateful that you invited me to this one. So, Well, same here, complaints. man. I had the sandwich thing all planned out, and I wanted you to come along. And it's, it's kind of like we made a pinky promise to each other that we would That's see true. each other through today. So from what we ate today, what would you say is the favorite from the first tasting? What do you like the most? From the first tasting, uh, I think it was probably the second dish that came out. Okay, the second dish. Not the, like they were all great. Uh, I feel that was the alambre. Yes, that yes, was the one that was. had the bacon and the steak and the chipotle sauce in it. And then the poblano peppers. Yes. And all the goodness that came with it. Yeah. Very flavorful, Definitely. very delicious. Yeah, alambre. That's, that's called, that's, that means wire. In Spanish. Interesting. So, yeah. Alambre. And what was your favorite from the first tasting? Well, uh, well, the alambre was really good, you're right. But I also loved the um, chorizo skillet. Yeah. Which is all that melted mozzarella. Well, not mozzarella. Oaxaca cheese with the chorizo. Yeah. And, uh, and the salsa, man. The salsa that came out with it was really yummy. So, um, yeah, that one I love. Yeah, sure. I agree. That one was really good. And... Um, they talked us about how great that uh, chorizo is and the high quality. So we oh, ate a right. lot of high quality meats yeah. today. And Homemade there. They yeah. make right in the house. And I think that uh, Chef uh, Enrique is a very talented guy. He went to school in Michoacan in Mexico. He was wearing actually the uniform from his school. I don't know if you noticed that. I did, yeah. That, that's where that was from. Yeah, he, he looked very, very sharp. Yeah, man. Yeah. All right, well, thanks for eating with me today, Lucho, and we'll do it a lot more, I have a feeling. Yeah, well, wait, let me tell, let me ask you, what was your favorite sandwich for tonight? Oh, I thought we already talked about that. No, we just talked about the first. Okay, <laughs> uh, my favorite sandwich from uh, Storm was the meatloaf, meatloaf the sandwich. Meatloaf. I've already given it a couple of awards in the past, so uh, I know Jay straight up said he was bucking for a Sandwich of the Year award with yeah, this spread. Yeah, sure no, is. no promises ever with my <laughs> Stuvi awards, but uh, I, I have given that meatloaf the awards in the past. What was your favorite? Well, I love his uh, meatball sandwich. I thought it was very original that he used waffle bread, uh -huh. uh, and it cannot be eaten as a sandwich. I made the mistake to actually try to eat a sandwich, and I it collapsed everywhere. But uh, it was super tasty. I really love the meatballs, the marinara sauce, and the cheese that came with it was outstanding. I love and, it. And I watched you. Yeah, I just you sat back and watched you try oh, to yeah. eat that like a sandwich. And I was like, was like that's not going to work. Yeah. And he's just going to learn on his own. Uh, yeah. And you did. And then you fork and knifed it. And I agree. That one was great. And uh, I pulled the kitchen staff, and it seemed like the meatloaf and the meatballs were the two favorites in the kitchen as uh, well. Oh, right on. Yep. I can see why. I yeah, mean, yeah. they're awesome. Very much. Right All on. right, brother. Uh, let's get on home. Yeah, let's do that. Let's walk. And folks, I have two more little segments for you, both of them out on the road. I went to a place called the Gas Up in West Asheville. And if you haven't been there lately, it has a beautiful, really beautiful new paint job and a mural. 
And I was invited by Bigfoot Longs, the hot dog cart, to go to a grand opening of a funny, quirky little thing called the outdated video box. And it's like one of those free libraries that you might see in a neighborhood full of books, bring one, take one type of thing, except for this is for VHS. And it was kind of an art project in a way. And the folks doing it were very sort of, I went to art school that reminded me of the folks I went to art school with. And there was a lot of punk rockers and stuff showed up to this grand opening and the hot dogs were awesome. And Joshua Heald is the owner and hot dog slinger for Bigfoot Longs. He was busy slinging dogs. So I spoke to his wife, Amy, who is their social media director. And here's that interview for you. And then right after that, I talked to a gentleman named Matt, who just opened a place in downtown Asheville called Bardega. I hope you enjoy these two interviews. Hey everybody, it's me, Stu Helm, the food fan, and I am outdoors in the world, and I am at the Gas Up on Haywood Ave in West Asheville. I'm at a really fun event. Uh, Bigfoot Longs, the hot dog stand, is here giving out free hot dogs, and Joshua Heald is busy right now, so I'm here talking to his wife, Amy Heald, who does their social media, and as somebody who does social media, I feel for you. How you doing, Amy? <laughs> hey, Stu, I'm doing great. How are you today? I'm doing great. Great. So what's going on here? Well, thanks for coming out. Today, uh, we have a fun little project here called uh, Outdated Video Box, and uh, bringing back the VHS, it's never really gone away. <laughs> Bigfoot Longs is the sponsor today, getting a you know, little cross PR. We've got uh, free hot dogs until 1 o'clock. Free hot dogs till 1 o'clock. Those are like magic words there to my ears. Go. I the love that. I've eaten two so far. I had the, what did I get? I got the Squatch Dog uh-huh. and the Patterson Gimlin. Delish. Now tell me about the name of that Patterson Gimlin. Do you know the origin of that name? Yeah, those are uh, gentlemen who filmed the, uh, the famous video recording of the Bigfoot out north in the northwest I believe it was Washington back yes. in the 60s that famous yes. you've got the profile and I believe that we've realized it's actually a female yes because you can really you can tell, by that, pro- yeah, yes, yeah. tell yeah. by that profile she was on a mission that's for sure get away from these two guys I think is <laughs> probably right. the mission uh, probably I didn't you know that wasn't a leading question I didn't know the answer to that but I I do know that I had just forgotten yes. that is so cool Patterson and Gimlin such a great they were little, old cowboys yes and such a great little piece of trivia on your board and then the Squatch Dog has chili, pimento cheese, and tobacco onions. Mm-hmm. And it, they were both delicious. You guys use Nathan's Dogs? Nathan's Dogs for the regular size hot dogs, and they use Brightleaf for the footlongs. Those are uh, can only be found in Smithfield, North Carolina. Tell so me when, more. Well, when we get folks that come visit here from that part of the state, they get really excited because it's really hard to find them. And what's um, so special about them? Well, their, their little slogan is the uh, almost famous hot dog. You know, Nathan's is the famous hot dog hot dog yeah. and uh, bright leaf is the almost famous hot dog and they're the red in color the classic red hot dog okay yeah and they're they're regional so that's right. great yep, regional. Yep, hard we to have find to, yep, we have to order them through the mail we have to get them delivered fantastic uh so i've eaten two hot dogs they're delicious there's a great little crowd here for we this opening nice crowd showing up. And from what I understand, outdated video box is a concept where it's a free exchange, almost like those little uh, free library boxes you see in neighborhoods. That's correct. And people who have VCRs can come and drop off their their videotapes and pick up some free videotapes. That's right. It's a fun concept. And they're repurposed newspaper boxes. That's correct. Yeah. So if you don't have a VCR, you better hit up the thrift stores and look for one. Get one real soon. (laughs) They're still out there. And this is the premiere. It's the first one at the Gas Up on Haywood. At the Gas Up on Haywood. Yeah, in West Asheville. Well, thank you, Amy, for talking to us. thank you, Stu. Well, Well, if you look for um, Bigfoot Longs on social media at BigfootLongs828, you can follow us and, and see where you can find your next quest fantastic because bigfoot longs is a cart so we need to know where you're going to be where you're set up where to follow it's winter time so we need to know where can we get the cart the cart food where are the trucks going to be all winter that's That's what we want to know next stop is uh next friday or this friday is black friday the 25th he'll be at highland brewing company Fantastic. I love that. The day after Thanksgiving. That's right. Go get a hot dog. That's right. Get a hot get dog. Get three hot dogs. Three. Three. As, and least. some squachos. And some squachos. Yes. <laughs> All right, Amy. Well, thanks for talking Thank to us. Thank you, Stu. Have a great day. You too. Bye-bye.
Hey everybody, it's me, Stu Helm, the food fan, and I am downtown in Asheville, and I am at a brand new store that I am so impressed with, and I am here with the owner, Matt Donnelly. How are you today, Matt? What's up, Stu? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing great, man. So I understand yeah. that you own a toy store over in West Asheville we called do. Sparky's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sparky's Toys and Gifts on Haywood Road. That's awesome. Yeah. How long you been over there? Five years. Five years? Yeah. And you just opened up this one downtown, and this one's yeah. called Sparky's Bardega. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Explain a, the name to it's us. A, it's a convenience store with a bar in it, so it's a bodega meets a bar, so we got a little bardega action going. Uh-huh. Yeah. And right now I have beer, wine, hard cider. Yeah. You're looking to get your liquor license soon? Yeah. Uh, we hope after January we'll add in liquor. We okay. got uh, in-house beer, wine, cider, and to-go as well. Awesome. Yeah. And uh, you're also hoping to get food service in here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We hope to, Our grand opening is going to be in January. Okay. Uh, possibly. Possibly February, but uh, yeah, we're trying to put a small kitchen in, do some soups and local sandwiches and pre-made salads, things like that, some quick and easy food. Nice. Yeah. Downtown needs that quick and easy food for the workers as well they as need the tourists. cheap, good food, man. Exactly. It's, there is none good. in this town. There you is. can't get lunch for less than 20 bucks. Oh, so. no. 20 yeah. bucks, $20 is the new $1. Dude, it's sick. Yeah. yeah. I want to have like stuff for under 10 bucks. It's good. Like, All let's right. go. You know? Talking like, my language. Very yeah, ambitious dude. here. Uh, we'll see. We'll yeah, see. we'll see. We'll see. Um, um, but you already have food in the form of like a bodega, a pantry. Yeah. And I want to tell people visually this place looks great. It's cool. And you have a great combination of sort of high-end food, local food, and regular old food. Yeah. Like you got cans yeah, yeah. of Coke as yeah. well as like yeah. local sodas yeah. and then high-end bottled yeah, yeah, water. Yeah. yeah. It's almost like a con regular old convenience store meets a European marketplace meets a New York bodega. There you go. That's, that's, that's the concept. That's it. Okay. Yeah. So you're basically up front. You're in a 7-Eleven. As you work your way back, the food gets a little bit nicer. It's more gourmet. Got some uh, awesome frozen dinners for people to take home from Pasta and Provisions in Charlotte. So kind of like uh, if you've ever been to Charlotte, like the common market. Uh, those kind of okay. they have some really cool gourmet markets there, but um, this has everything from Doritos to you know sixty dollar take home pot pies. So love it, man! Yeah. Um, and I see some of my favorite things here. Some of my favorite crackers, uh, local. What, what are those called? Roots, roots and yeah, yeah, yeah. Or something? yeah, for sure. What are these called? Roots and branches. Yeah, those are some of my favorite things. Yeah, and as I look around, I'm seeing some of my all-time favorite, not just local brands, but national brands as well. Yeah. I see monkey food. I see kettle chips. Um, just So we got a bunch of local purveyors. we got like Asheville Tea Company in. we got okay. uh, Biscuit Head stuff. And a lot of the stuff that the tourists like to take home, but also the stuff that locals enjoy too. So you know, Asheville Tea is just popular all over town, which is great. So. They have a great product yeah. and they're yeah, a great yeah. company. It does a lot of good in the yeah, world as well. Yeah, they're good people. They're, yeah, good. they're, they're right are. around the uh, corner from us in West Asheville. So yeah, okay, they're real great. good people. Yeah. And, and then got, as I look in this direction, I see Band-Aids, deodorant, yeah, yeah, yeah. We got the paper whole, towels. The toiletry section for yep. all the hotel guests. And uh, that's been the, one of the biggest hits of all. It's hilarious. It's a, it's a small little section, but it's got everything they need. So it's, it's an cool. oasis of normalcy and a you know, sea of hippiness here in Asheville. Like, <laughs> kind of you, is. you look all over yeah. town, you can't find a Band-Aid yeah. to our, save your life. That's a little Walgreens section. Right yes, there. Yeah. that's yeah. so important yeah. downtown. We yeah, forget that we're normal people, too. Right? Yeah. yeah, and we don't just need like herbal remedies for like a bruise, uh, a scraped knee. You might need a you might need a day quill or a, a night quill. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, we got it. We got it. So and yeah. um, you've been open. What are, what are your hours? Let me get that. So we're soft opening right now. We're basically ten a.m. to eight o'clock. Okay, if not later. Um, okay, but the goal is to be in February eight a.m. to ten p.m. seven okay. days a week, like a real downtown market. So nice. I love your ambition. Every every. All of this ambition. Well, it's easy you, to get employees in this town. So, so easy. Yeah, we'll be yeah. fine. No yeah, problem. We'll be fine. We'll be fine. And nothing's uh, ever changing. Everything's just stasis yeah. at all times. Yeah. Normalcy yeah. is the new normal. I think so. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm going to stay positive on that. I, I agree, brother. In fact, things are, uh, we're joking around right yes. now, but things yes. are getting back to normal. You're here behind the counter, so you're obviously yeah. one of your own employees yeah, and yeah, yeah. willing to put in the hours to make this place work. I'm here seven days a week till at least three o'clock, and then I got bartenders coming in and doing night shifts and uh, got games on the TV. We got World Cup on right now. We got football, baseball, soccer, basketball. We got it all. What if I wanted to watch hockey? Would that Let's be go. allowed? Absolutely. Okay, Absolutely. I love it. My bad. My bad. Uh, and I'm fans. looking up now, and yeah, you dude, have a beautiful cool? tin press ceiling. Yeah, original from like 1914, I'm guessing. And yeah. The hardwood floors are sick. All this is original from the 
when this was, I guess at one point, all a mercantile of some sort back, back okay. and forth. They were all conjoined. So we're kind of bringing that back a little bit. This whole row here, and, and by the way, we're on Broadway, right downtown, right across from the AC Hotel, basically. And uh, this whole row of buildings has these beautiful tin press ceilings yeah, yeah. and just gorgeous retro buildings, yeah. some of the original vintage buildings yeah, of downtown yeah, yeah. Asheville. These are the, I believe they're the original uh, milk glass globe lights too, hanging down. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow, those yeah. are, yeah, Aren't those cool? are gorgeous. Yeah, they're beautiful, dude. So everybody come on down, check the space out. Do you have an online presence, social media, all uh, that? We have Instagram, Sparky's Bardega. Okay, yeah, check them out on, on Insta. That. Soft opening for now, uh, looking to add food. Alcohol, yep. got a great liquor. store already. So yeah, when dude. you add those things, it's going to be awesome. Cool. Yeah, Matt, thanks, thanks for talking with thanks, us. Thanks, dude. Appreciate yeah. it. All right, folks, that's the show for this week. I hope you enjoyed it. Please follow me on social media at stuhelmfoodfan.com on Facebook. Instagram, Twitter, Substack, just joined this thing called Tribal, T-R-I-B-E-L. Supposed to be an alternative to Twitter. I don't know. Follow me all over there, especially on Substack. That's the place. And Facebook. If you want to see pictures of all the food I just described, follow me on Facebook. And thank you, WPVM, the progressive voice of the mountains uh, here in West Western North Carolina in Asheville. Please, it's giving season, so if you can, donate to WPVM. They are a public radio station. Go to WPVM 103... No, go to WPVM.org. I, I believe that's the uh, web address. And also, please uh, donate to my MANA food fundraising campaign. It exists on Facebook, so find me at stuhelmfoodfan.com. Look for my Mana Food Bank fundraiser and donate to Mana through there. I'm trying to raise $5,000 before January 1st. Let's see if I can do it. All right, folks. Thanks for listening. Eat something great and let me know about it. Bye. This episode of the Food Fans Radio Show was underwritten in part by Asheville Food Tours. Did you know that there are over 200 places to eat and drink in downtown Asheville alone? It can be overwhelming. Whether you're a visitor or a local, there's no better way to experience downtown Asheville than taking a food tour with Asheville Food Tours. Details, pricing, and an easy-to-use calendar can be found at AshevilleFoodTours.com. That's AshevilleFoodTours.com.